0: Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, Let there be fair young virgins sought for the king, and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom that they may gather together all the fair young virgins under Shushan, the palace, to the house of the women, under the custody of Higi, the king's chamberlain, keeper of the women, and let their things be for purification be given them. And let the maiden which pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. And the thing pleased the king, and he did so. In verse number one, you see the king sitting there thinking, man, I can't believe what I did to Vashti. Oh, have you ever been mad and did something and when you had time to settle down, and think about it for me, like, man, I really messed up. And as the king is beginning to have this change of heart, one of his servants speak up and says, i tell you what we need to do. Forget about Vashti. Let's gather all the young virgins. We'll put them through a series of purification and you can have your pick of them. And we'll let the one that you like the most be the king in Vashti's place. And old Ahasuerus' flesh began to boil up again inside of him. and He said, I think that's a good idea. Foolish king, Ahasuerus. Now I'll have you know something, as we study the book of Esther, we're going to find out that old Ahasuerus does silly things, foolish things all through this book. Ultimately, we're going to see God do a mighty work through Esther. The king of Ahasuerus, he was a foolish king. We need to learn from this man. When we begin here, let's consider this, the first point, number one. Oh, what a party. Verses one through eight. Oh, what a party. I want to tell you something. There was nobody that could party like king of Ahasuerus. He'd gotten to a place with his power that for 180 days, six months of his life, he had a party every day. Every person, every prominent person, all of his kingdom, they were coming in and out, rolling in and out, and every day he is entertaining and he is whining and dining and living it up. Oh, what a party! So we entered, are introduced to him in verses one and two. We see all the kingdoms that he rules and all the people that he has rule over and we see all the wealth that he has. But I want you to know something about Ahasuerus that we need to pay close attention to. He was a man of great power and he ruled over many people and many kingdoms and many lands and much money and many things. But he could not control himself. He had no rule over himself. Folks, that is the sign of a person's bankrupt. Now, it's a battle that we all face. I've heard men say, the, my worst enemy is the one I shave in the mornings. I quit that shaving stuff, but I understand the point. Poor king who has your You know, it's easy to look at people sometimes that have things and means and power and look at all of them with envy. But I'll tell you, the richest people I ever know are folks who can control their spirit with the power of God. The richest people, you know, are the ones that have, are not ruled by their anger, but are ruled by the spirit of God. The most wonderful people I ever meet are the people who are happy, even if they don't have the praise of men and things around them. The happiest and the strongest and the mightiest of people are the people who find their satisfaction in the Lord Jesus. Oh, Hallelujah. Ahasuerus, oh, what a party. He was a man of amazing power, but had no power over himself. Verses three through nine, we see in verse three, in the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all the princes and his servants, the power of Persia and media, the nobles, the princes of the provinces being before him. Verse number four, he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom. Why did he do this? The Bible says the purpose of all the party was to show off I don't know about you, but when I was a little boy, show offs were never very impressive. And as an adult, show offs still aren't very impressive. You see, if you have to flaunt yourself in order to get the praise of men, you probably don't have what you think you have. It's like somebody that's a leader. If somebody has to remind you that they're a leader, they're probably not much of a leader. If someone has to show you how much power they have, they probably don't have much power. Poor heirs, oh, what a party. He showed his riches. He showed, he had to show people his honor and his excellence. Folks, he was a pitiful man because we're going to see the reality of this man unfold as we look at the book, this book of the Bible, and specifically this chapter, because he was a fool. Who was motivated by his ego. He was ruled by his fleshly desires. And he didn't have the courage to make a wise decision on his own. Oh, what a party. He showed his riches. He showed his honor. Verse number six, I want you to see this with me. I thought it was kind of interesting. Look at the detail the Bible gives us in telling us about the decorations of the party. I can't help but think that this is important to the Lord because we've got God's inspired word telling us all about it. Listen to this, it's exciting. At this party in the king's palace where were white, green, and blue hangings. If you can imagine things hanging from the ceilings or however they had it. Beautiful tapestries, white, green, blue hangings fastened with cords of fine linen and purple tied to silver rings and pillars of marble. The Bible says the beds were of gold. They're like benches. These beds are like benches. They were of gold and silver. Upon a pavement, they're sitting on the ground, and the pavement was made of red and blue and white and black marble. Can you imagine that? It's kind of cool to think about, isn't it? Red and blue and black marble. And they gave them drink in vessels of gold the vessels being diverse one from another and royal wine in abundance accorded the state of the king. Now this is amazing. I want you could just close your eyes and see the setting for just a moment and it's gorgeous. If you could imagine the most beautiful venue that you've ever seen in your life, this is what most people that were there on this day were experiencing. And I want you to know something. Oh, how's your heirs? He had... Pulled out every stop. King Ahasuerus had decorated everything to the teeth. King Ahasuerus had done everything he could to impress the eye and impress the flesh. His own and all the people around him. A couple things. One, if you have to impress somebody with frills in order for them to be your friend, you probably don't need them to be your friend. All right, number one. Number two, don't be fooled by all the frills. Most of the time, frills are used to cover up rottenness. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with decorating. I'm thankful when my wife has things decorated nicely. And I'm thankful for a beautiful place to live. And I'm thankful for the way our auditorium is decorated. But I want you to know something. We don't ever want to cover up wickedness with the facade of beauty and wealth. Oh, what a party. Let me tell you something. As you heirs, he did terrible things. Don't be fooled by the decor. And then look at verse number eight. The Bible says, and the drinking. And the drinking was according to the law. What's that mean? Well, here's what that means. He said, he said now listen, we're going to let all the people at our party, they're going to let them drink what they want. But we're not going to force anybody to drink. But we're going to let them drink all they want, as much as they want, anytime they want. Let me tell you something. The drinking led to all the disaster that's going to take place in the rest of the verse. Look, the Bible says wine is a mocker. Wine is a mocker. What's that mean? That means alcohol will make you a fool. Strong drink is raging. It's sad. But high heirs here in just a moment, the fool that he is, he's going to be caught up with the excessive drinking and it's going to cause him great grief. The best option for all people is to avoid it altogether. Oh, what a party. Well, he made a mess, didn't he? Number two, let's consider consider the foolish request of a drunk. Now, the Bible says in verse number nine, when Vashti, the queen, had made a feast for the women, and in verse 10, on the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, what did he do? He commanded these folks to bring in his wife Vashti, wearing the crown and showing the people her beauty. The foolish request of a drunk king. He says, "Come on in. I want to show my wife off." What a shame! How pitiful! He makes a foolish decision. Marry with wine, the Bible says in verse number 10. It says, bring in Vashti, verse number 11. and verse number 12, I want to praise and give praise to Vashti because guess what she did? In verse number 12, but the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth and his anger burned in him. As I've thought and meditated and considered this woman Vashti, I'm thankful for her spirit. Do you know what? The penalty, even if you're the queen, could be for disobeying the king: off with your head. But you know what I like about Vashti. When we look at Vashti. Vashti is the kind of person that she'd rather die than defy the principles of her life. I like that spirit. I like people who aren't going to be mean, but they're going to say no when they need to say no. Oh, it's sweet. Vashti says no. Vashti says no. And old king, what a terrible mistake he made. The Bible says in verse number 12, but the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains. Therefore was the king very wroth, and his anger burned in him. Look what we see next. We're going to see another one of King Ahasuerus' great problems. Anger anger. Hmm. But boy, Ahasuerus, he's having a hard time. He's full of pride. He wants to show off. He's a drunk. And so when he gets drunk, he has no wisdom because that's what it happens to people who drink. And then now we see him when Vashti won't do what he wants to do, he gets mad. Isn't that how it goes? Anger begins to boil up. And when he's angry, he makes some very bad decisions. We see the foolish request of a drunk. Number three, we see a not-so-wise wise wise man. Look at the Bible, says, verse 13. The Bible says, Then the king said to the wise men, which knew the times. There's a parenthesis here. It says, For so was the king's manner. He consulted his wise men. That was his manner. Toward all that knew law and judgment. And next to him were these, these people Karshina, Shethar, Adam. I thought you see their names right there. And then in verse 15, after they're named and described as princes of Persia, in verse 15, the king says to these men, what shall we do unto the queen Vashti? Here's what I'll draw your attention to. The not-so-wise wise wise men. You know what Ahasuerus does? Ahasuerus asks his counsel who he refers to as wise men. And he says, these are wise men which knew the times. Wise men (laughs) that knew the times. Now here in just a moment, we're going to understand that their counsel is silly. Now if somebody's going to offer Ahasuerus some wise counsel, what's some wise things that we could have offered Ahasuerus counsel in? We could have said, hey man, you're drunk. Don't make any decisions right now. We could say, hey man, you are mad and angry. You shouldn't make any decisions right now. But instead, this group of people who he's gathered around him are gonna give him advice that is very foolish, but yet he refers to them as wise men. Why does he think they're wise? The Bible says he thinks they're wise because they knew the times. What's that mean? I'll tell you. They knew the times. They were up to date on the common culture and the moment in which they lived. They were the cool guys. They knew what was right. Thank you for listening today to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a ministry of faith of the Chilliard Baptist Church. For more Bible preaching, visit us at com or download our app wherever you get your apps, Chilliard Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.